Hey guys, before we get started, I just want to give you a heads up. This recording came out a little weird. It has like a distortion in it. I'm not really sure why. We recorded two episodes on this day. The second one came out perfect, so not entirely sure why that happened. But just wanted to give you a heads up to bear with us. Um, it's a 50-minute episode, and we talk about Supernatural, the 300th episode coming up. And we talk about um, a lot of the uh, news and stuff like that. And there's a few things we talk about. But anyways, this episode in particular just sounds funky. I want to let you guys know. All right. Thank you very much. Bye. Hey, all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. What's up? <laughs> uh, I am Frank, and I'm with today Daniel. What's up, fellas? Been a while. And then we got Jonathan. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey, hey, y'all. Uh, so we're going to start off with some news. And we're, we're in like mid-January, later January, heating up. Uh, just a heads up, a little behind the curtains, how we do things. We record every other week. We record two episodes. That's because getting your guys' schedules in order is like rounding up a bunch yeah. of cats. It's like impossible. So the news one week will be super fresh. The news the following week, maybe less fresh. But don't worry, the week after that will be super fresh again. So just a heads up on that. Um, so let's go ahead and get to a couple things. Uh, Aquaman passes one billion worldwide. Mm. Huge Ooh. success now for DC. What do you guys think this means for DC? I mean, like they've been having kind of a stalemate with the Batman versus Superman and stuff like that, and now you have Aquaman or uh, Wonder Woman do real good. Aquaman's falling up with a yeah, huge success. That's fueling that fire. They're gonna sit there and analyze that movie and say, okay, what did we do different? I'm sure they know in writing it. They probably targeted it differently, like we were saying before. So I think they're gonna focus on that and maybe change the Batman and Superman dynamic that they've already built and make it follow Aquaman's path. Yeah. There's talks that they probably won't use Henry Cavill and they may not use Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck again. Yeah, that's a shame. Well, they're so good together. <laughs> I like Superman. I just I didn't like Batman. I didn't like yeah. I don't I don't like Ben Affleck as uh, yeah. Batman. That's horrible. I don't know if I care for him as uh, acting as Batman, but I did like the Batman character that he portrayed. Um, I think he does. I think he does a good job for that version of Batman. But I just don't <laughs> care for that version of Batman. I think might be uh, it too. Who, who would you rather see as Batman? I think I talked about this before. I'd like to see Jake Gyllenhaal myself. Mm. Who is later in their news? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd take some. I would go back to uh, like, Christian Bale. Bale. I, I think he, I didn't like the voice that he would like uh, the dark voice. Yeah. Uh, but I, like that. I I think he he did a, he portrayed Batman really well. Yeah. Now Jonathan, the wheels are spinning yeah, for Jonathan. Nah, I'm, I'm trying to think, but I don't. I can't think of anybody that could really bring that that powerful but still kind of dark presence. So. All right, well, I'll keep thinking about keep it. Keep thinking about it. Shout it out as we go through good, this episode. All right, and the Uncharted movie. It's there's a movie coming for Uncharted, the PlayStation mega hit. Mm-hmm. Um, they just got their director. It is Dan. This is his name. Dan Trettenberg. Nice name. He's the guy that did 10 Cloverfield Lane. You guys ever see 10 Cloverfield Lane? No, I just know about it. Oh, so good. John, you should watch it. Yeah. Not with your wife because she's scared of movies. <laughs> exactly. I haven't seen any good scary movies in a long time now. John Goodman's portrayal in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, just throw Oscars at him. Somebody throw a bunch of Oscars at him. <laughs> Truckload Oscars. I feel like you could cut the last 10 minutes of that movie off and it'd be mm-hmm. even better, but uh, it's still really good. Because right. the last 10 minutes, I won't say anything. It's okay. really good. So stop it early. Gotcha. If you stop it early, it's even better. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Uncharted should be really good. I think it's going to be kind of like a uh, mummy. You know, you know Uncharted, yeah. right? But I never actually played it. I just Neither know. Neither I. I know of it. If Squeeze was here, he'd be like, oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be pretty cool. Uh, we have the uh, new Spider-Man Far From Home trailer came out. Speaking yeah. of Jake Gyllenhaal, who's playing Mysterio. Did you guys catch it yet? Mm-mm. It's really good. It shows that uh, Peter's trying to get kind of get tired of the Spider-Man life. This is direct. They said that it'll pick up minutes after Endgame, yeah. Avengers Endgame. Mm. Um, so he's home. He's a little tired of the Spider-Man life. Just wants to take a break for a bit. So he's just gonna want to be a kid. He's going on a vacation with the friends, like a school vacation to Europe. Mm. And when he's there, there's the elemental monsters that are attacking. And Mysterio is the hero. I put quotation marks. You guys can't see. <laughs> hero that um, comes in and like saves the day. And as you guys all know, Mysterio is actually a bad guy. So. This is actually the first 20 comics of Amazing Spider-Man is where they're pulling all the stuff from. Mm. It's, this is kind of mirroring one of those storylines. So Mysterio is an illusionist. There's a good chance these elemental monsters are his creation and he's using them to like look like a good guy. Yeah. Well, who's the syndrome from Incredibles? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Mm. It's a syndrome effect. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it sounds like a real effect, syndrome effect. 
But yeah, so that'd be pretty cool. Well, which one's coming out first? Are they actually coming out with Endgame first? Endgame will be first, yeah. Oh, uh, it will come out. Yeah. Okay, because I, I thought I'd seen like Spider-Man coming out before Endgame. I was like, okay, that's kind of... The timeline is so wonky now, especially since in Endgame, everything shows that we're going to see a lot of time travel. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm kind of excited for that because I love time travel movies and I love time travel in movies, especially when they're not, you know, something that's kind of out of this world. Um, but a lot of them on the set stuff, we'll see like older man version of Tony Stark talking to um, the very first Avengers movie version of Captain America. So it's like really wonky timelines. That's all from set film, uh, filming from the set. Wait, what, why are they going to have time travel? Because what it looks like, this is speculation, so it's not even spoiler. It looks like they're going to go back in time to get all the stones to try to fix what Thanos did. Oh, yeah, because, yeah I forget that... Uh... The gauntlet breaks. The the hand thing yeah. breaks, right? The Russo brothers I, said it just takes a while for them to get the gauntlet working again. Oh, okay. Because I seen I seen the movie finally the other day. Yeah. Amazing movie. Uh, <laughs> Delayed. <laughs> yeah. Give your review for an interesting My whole list of Marvel movies totally changes now yeah. after I just seen this movie. It was good. We're going to have to redo that MCU list after the next couple movies come out. Doctor Strange, that's something that actually, <laughs> I'm sitting there like, who is it that can control time in that universe? But yeah, Doctor Strange can... Well, he doesn't control time. He controls yeah. space, right? Well, no, he controls time. Yeah. Doctor Strange does because he has he had the time gem yeah. for him to bring back time. But the thing that will let them travel through time without him is Ant-Man. Because if they go to the quantum realm, they can uh, bounce around in time and space, and they come back out. I got you. You know what? He was not. He wasn't in Avengers. Before, on purpose. Oh, right. Him and Hawk, Hawk, Hawkman. Oh, my God. Wrong. Hawkeye. Hawkeye, thank you. Um, who's now going to be Ronan in the next one, which is this whole... We'll talk about it later on. But, yeah, it's this whole other thing. It's really awesome. So, uh, we have seen Ronan in his costume now, so that's pretty cool. Uh, last bit of... Uh, Movie news: Disney is making a Hunchback of Notre Dame live-action movie. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really care for the the cartoon. It's okay. I, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie, but it's just kind of sad. And you think of like how they're going to portray that monster of affliction. Man. Yeah, yeah, like, no, no, yeah. Put him in a live body, then you're going to feel even worse. It's going to be more more realistic and more emotional. So. It's funny know. to me that they're going through all the like their best Disney movies mm-hmm. right now. We're seeing Aladdin and yeah. Dumbo. I love a Dumbo, and we got Lion King coming out, right? So we got all these like Golden Age kind of typical type movies, you know. Yeah. And then the next one's Hunchback of Notre Dame, and that's the one I'm like, eh, I don't want to see that. And that's exactly what happened back in the day in the cartoon days. They were like, killer, killer, killer. Hunchback of Notre Dame came out, and the whole thing fell flat after that. <laughs> it's like, what was that? Home on the Range or something like that was the one following that. It was just a total dud. It was Pixar that ended up revitalizing Disney after that. Yeah. So they might be repeating they should have done the nineties. Little Mermaid first. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Little Why did they do Little Mermaid first? Tie Little Mermaid into Aquaman? It's in production. <laughs> Little Mermaid I know is in production, but I just haven't seen any news on it yet. Yeah, because I know they came out with that one movie of Little Mermaid, but it wasn't made by Disney. Was yeah. It? As some random company. I don't know. It, was, it looked kinda Jeez, <laughs> like janky, yeah, one of those straight to DVD. I think it's like she even goes to a circus or something like that. What the heck? Yeah, something like that. Kind of sounds good. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> what are you about? No. P.T. Barnum's there. <laughs> Don't ruin Little Mermaid. <laughs> well, Little Mermaid was around a lot, way before Disney, and it was actually about her like wanting to eat people or something. It was a whole other crazy story, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's how all the fairy tales are, though. It's like, oh my god, the Sleeping Beauty storyline that is demented really? when you know oh yeah yeah like he wants to kill his wife the king wants to kill his wife so he can marry sleeping beauty it's a whole weird weird thing do you think you think they'll make a bug's life that would be good that would be interesting but not live action right Just live really action animated. i'm talking yeah. about live action i wonder if why? they could i think they why could do make, that why would you make an entire Movie live action when it, the entire live action movie is just going to be a camera and then it could be like 3D setting, and then everything is going to be animated. they can make it 3D also especially when he like uh, flies on the, the planet I mean hey uh, that the only thing that might stop that is because that's a Pixar so Pixar might not do that because then you could then you open up Wallies and Toy Stories and stuff like that yeah I would just reanimate it fully animated though like with our better quality animation now but. yeah no. I imagine it done with like the same style as uh, 
The Incredibles or something like that. Yeah. Would, I mean, it'd just be fresh and newly animated. But that'd be a good story. Alright, so for some TV news, uh, Netflix has ordered a reboot of Unsolved Mysteries. This is going to have Sean Levy, who does the uh, producing for Stranger Things. He's going to be producing this new show. Uh, you guys remember Unsolved Mysteries from back in the day? It was a true crime show. I super loved it. I remember. I vaguely remember it. I can't pinpoint an episode, but... You see the title card, though. Yeah, yeah. That's what I remember. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, it was a really good show from back in the day. They're bringing it back. Um, it, it was kind of like Twilight Zone, right? That kind of... It was a little more true crime than that, but it had that feel. It definitely had a Twilight Zone intro feel. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, I can't remember the narrator's voice, but he was always like, on Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> like, he always talked like that. That's what I get. Nice. Uh, Steve Carell, you guys remember Steve Carell from The Office, oh, yeah. Michael Scott. Him and Greg Daniels, the guy who created The Office, are making a new show called Space Force. And uh, it's Netflix original, and it's going to be based, from my understanding, The Office in Space. Nice. So I'm totally on, the, on, on board. Mm-hmm. Or like cool. Spaceballs in a cubicle? I don't think it'll be as wacky as Spaceballs. Oh, okay. I think it'll be just like Daily yeah. Life in Space Force, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, we gotta explore the asteroid belt, but I'm I got a crush on Pam or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if they're gonna follow more Star Wars or Star Trek uh, setting. Yeah, there's very little information out so far. I would assume Star Trek, because Star Trek leans itself more into everyday life yeah, than Star Wars more does. Realistic. Because hmm. part yeah. of Star Trek, as you see, that's TV format though. Yeah. Because like in Star Wars, where there's just like a bunch of guys with those big helmets pushing buttons and, and the Death Star, like, <laughs> which is just one of those guys. <laughs> you see, you see someone come with lightsaber, like, I know I should run and go shoot at him, but I think I'm gonna go take a crap right now. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> Sorry, boss. Can I take a smoke break? <laughs> Your third one today. It's crazy, but you know what's got some of the best content for the everyday life on on the Death Star mm-hmm. is Robot Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Their Star Wars episodes are so excellent, and one of them, one of my favorites is one of the stormtroopers. It's like take your daughter to work day, and so he has his daughter to work the whole time while they're doing things. <laughs> oh, it's it's fantastic. And then um, Seth MacFarlane, who's you know does Orville, and he's Family Guy. Um, he's <laughs> he does the voice of the Emperor Palpatine, and then oh, he's hilarious. So then he's that's my favorite favorite Emperor portrayal ever. Um, all right, let's talk into some game news here. Uh, EA cancels, speaking of Star Wars, EA cancels their Star Wars game that they're in development. It's an open-world Star Wars game, uh, and they canceled it. So here's a, here's the hard part. EA is in a 10-year deal with Disney to make all the Star Wars games, mm-hmm. and so far they've pretty much all been flops. Yeah. The best one was Battlefront 1, did good numbers-wise, but Battlefront 2 came out and nobody cared. Did, did you even know they came out with the Battlefront 2? Yeah, I had it. I played it. No, you have one. Hmm? Yeah. yeah. The, the one was for the Xbox, no? The original Xbox. No, I'm not talking about... Yeah, no, I know. I'm not talking about the old Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, but the newer ones. Yeah, the rebooted ones. Oh, okay. You played the first the reboot one, yeah. and you both bought it. Yeah. And they came, with, they came the with a sequel that nobody oh. even cared about. I blame their marketing department. I didn't even hear about it. <laughs> well, I think... I forget. But the, there's a lot of games that came out at the same time as Battlefront 2. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I remember it came out. I remember watching the commercials and stuff, yeah. but I never got it because I forget what game came out at the time too. And I was like, eh. Well, the problem. So, so EA is blaming Disney for all this because they're like, look, you guys bombed on a, on the Star Wars movie, making the Star Wars franchise less valuable. Mm-hmm. So our deal's not as strong anymore. Uh, it's been they have like they're like eight years into the ten year deal. Who said they bombed on the Star Wars movies? Well, so Star <laughs> Wars has had to re- retool their whole plan. They were going to do the the trilogy. They had another trilogy planned, and they were going to do all the anthology movies, yeah. Boba Fett movie, and all stuff like that. Because of the reaction to like the Solo movie, uh-huh. they've canceled all future anthology movies. Wow. They've canceled the future trilogy movie, and they're just finishing this one out, and then we'll see what happens kind of thing. Wow. So it really dropped the value of Star Wars, yeah. the brand. That's you know? crazy. Yeah. I like the Solo movie. It, you know what's funny is the second time I watched actually I think I watched it the second time when I was on a cruise with, with both of you guys mm-hmm. um, it, it's a lot better the second view I think it's something that's worth worth sitting down and watching again yeah, it was good I really liked it yeah I know Squeaks is a big fan too I went and saw Squeaks in theaters first time yeah wasn't there also wasn't there a um, open world Star Wars game that came out like four or five years ago there was a MMORPG we played called um, Old Republic that was a lot of fun that's what it was. Yeah. Um, the end game is a little flat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I ran out of steam on that one quick. Well, as a 
as a you know wild player or something like that, I played it a few. T- I've got a few characters that I got to max level, but once you got to max level, you're like, well, unless my friends are here, yeah. it didn't have a very. It was one of those games that I think did a lot of creative things that a lot of other games I feel should take from. Mm-hmm. They included last names. That's huge. Yeah. Why doesn't WoW do that? If WoW did last names, last names would free up all the names. So if, for example, everybody knows my gamer tag is Taf, mm-hmm. but Taf is taken on a lot of servers. For some reason, Taf's big. <clears throat> and so if I go to a new server and I want to be Taf, I usually can't find that name. Mm-hmm. But I can find like Taf, the great. Taf Grim Totem, which is in my role playing in my head is the last name of my character, Grim Totem. <laughs> it makes sense in the lore, trust me. <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> There's no way to type it, but that's his last name. <laughs> his birth certificate that was hand forged and laminated has Grim Totem on it. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Daniel's not that funny. <laughs> I Okay, guys. First of all, there's a lot of people who are serious about WoW that have backstories for all their characters. Oh, my God. I have 12 mains on the server. They're all intertangled. It's a crazy story. My rogue used to be on the ship with my death knight when he sank. It's a whole thing. Okay, it's really good. Even the mage that I got from you, because remember when we merged our accounts? Yeah. The mage I got from you, he's like, yeah, he's from the future, and he came back to, like, save his grandpa, or his uncle, and <laughs> that's my death knight. It's a whole thing. It's a really good nice. story. I've been thinking about writing it down, honestly. It's a good... Oh, man. <laughs> a lot of our friends, Daniel, have backstories for all the characters. Do they really? Bendita has one for everybody. Yeah, but that's Bendita, though. <laughs> that's Bendita. Of course she's got backstories for all the characters. A lot of people I've talked to have had backstories for their characters. I Derek, I don't have any backstories. For, I don't even have a last name. If I have, if I had to pick a last name, I'd just put my last name. Oh my god! <laughs> <Poor> character. <laughs> I can't ever spell that last name. It kills me. Uh, it's crazy. I know. All right, so that was that was all about EA's canceling Star Wars. Um, Power Rangers announced a new fighting game. It's a Power Rangers fighting game. It looks super good. Oh. It's clean. Yeah, so you could go like Red Ranger versus Green Ranger, uh, Red Ranger versus like... What is that, like Mortal uh, Kombat or whatever his name is? What's that? It's supposed to be like Mortal Kombat? It's like Mortal Kombat, but all, Star, uh, all Power Rangers. They, these kind of came out of nowhere, too. I didn't see anything about this beforehand. All of a sudden, gameplay footage is out. Hmm. And so that's coming out in 2019. Definitely no blood. It's more for kids, right? It's Yeah, there's no blood, but it does look like a lot of like super moves. Hmm. So it's, high, it's a lot of flashiness. Just like Smash Brothers, I guess, in a way. Very flashy, but not necessarily gory. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, and then Ubisoft, they were making a sci-fi game, and they just canceled that. And I think that might be a, a bit of a sign of the times, because it's it's super risky now making big titles, because it's so much easier to make mobile games. You know, mobile games, they make your money back right away. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you got the you got the microtransactions and stuff like that. They take a lot less man hours to make them. These big games, it's like making a super movie. It's like making a trilogy, cost-wise. And if it's a dud, then you don't make any of your money back, and you can lose your company. Yeah. So I think I think they're just really being careful. Ubisoft is notorious for having the same formula every time, where it's like go to a checkpoint, look around. Now you have oh, look more of the map. Do side missions. Do the well, main mission. Well, they do make a division, and they're making division two, right? Right, but that's the thing is like division is, is something they know they'll make their money back on because it's already been out. It's got the Tom Clancy stamp, so Tom Clancy always makes the money back, goes free cons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at all the other games, Assassin's Creed and um, what's the Far Cry stuff like that, they're all kind of the same format, mm-hmm. just a different way of playing them. Um, the sci-fi game was probably gonna be the same thing, and they're just like, you know what, we're probably not gonna make as much money on this, so they canceled the huge project because of that. That was pretty crazy. So mm-hmm. do you think we're gonna stop seeing <clears throat> such big, well-developed games like that? I think we'll see a lot less of them. And I'm going to be talking about Activision and Blizzard later on, which is a big sign of that, too. Do they, are there any games that, that tie in with some like mobile game? Like if you play, I don't know, if you play World of Warcraft on PC, but I know they don't have it, but if you had an app on your phone where you can just go mine certain materials or something like that or go farm certain animals, are there any games that tie together? There, there are some games. Like, so I remember like uh, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, mm-hmm. I think it was called. Um, you could do like you could you, in the game you'd send ships out to go do like side missions mm-hmm. and they'd come back with loot. Yeah. 
And in the app, you can maintain those ships and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, Grand Theft Auto had a terrible one yeah. where there's a little dog. I think his name was Chomp, something like that. Um, he would go and like help you on a couple missions. He was really kind of a crappy side person. Yeah. But in the app, you could like train the dog like it was a Tamagotchi. Yeah. <laughs> it was really kind of a bad system, but yeah, that, that did exist. I'd like to see more of it, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if, <clears throat> if the apps are what, what you're saying is bringing more of the revenue nowadays, and those microtransactions of you know 99 cents to get gold coins for whatever, then yeah. utilize that, but don't sacrifice the big, deep, you know, plot of the story. That the problem with that though is I don't want to spend sixty dollars on a game. Yeah. With you thinking I'm going to spend more on it. That's true. Yeah. Just like if I were to buy, if I were to so so. League of Legends does it perfect because League of Legends is a free game. Same thing with Fortnite. Fortnite's the same thing. It's a free yeah. game. If you want the cosmetics, you pay extra. I mean, how much money have we spent on League of Legends? A lot. League of Legends have gotten their fair shake out of us. <clears throat> but I don't have to spend that money. You know what I'm saying? And there's ads in the game, right? They're uh, on, the, on like the apps, yeah. Uh, in your normal PC games and Xbox games, not really. Uh, no. But yeah, it's mostly just their, their cosmetics, which I think is a good way to go. I think that's kind of a nice way to roll. Yeah. You can treat yourself here. As long as it keeps being profitable for them, then it's oh, good. Like, if people yeah. start to eventually yeah. not want skins and stuff, then... Oh, they're always going to want skins. Because yeah. they always make that character look kind of ugly, but kind of cool. Yeah. Then you're like, ooh, I need to get a skin because I just popped off and got like 10 kills. <laughs> and th- that <laughs> sentence right there is exactly it, too, because... A game like League of Legends and like Fortnite is a lot about bragging. Yeah. And yeah. when you're doing it in a skin, it's even more it's like I got more money than you. Yeah. Go ask your mom for more money. That's true. Like so that. people lose interest in skins. You just got to give out some for free, and everybody that has them is going to be bragging and showing off and making everyone else mad and want their own. I think Blizzard in Overwatch does it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. I'm going to be talking about or, uh, Activision and stuff like that. So that'd be pretty crazy. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the news. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to talk about you've been seeing in the news lately? Been kind of a slow news week, to be honest with you. Yeah, but the only thing I've seen is the Netflix going up in price. Yeah, oh yeah, that's another one. I president mentioned, I thought I had it in here. Uh, Netflix is increasing in price. I know I have it somewhere in here. Um, they're going to, for like the normal plan that everybody pretty much has is, is normal $11 is going to 13 now. Um, that's the one that has HD and two devices. So, everything's going up a couple bucks. Do they say why? What Do, do we get anything better out of it? They, they, well, Netflix as a company has been very shaky for a long time. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, how are you guys making money? You guys keep pouring money. Into, so, they're starting to slowly transition into becoming profitable. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things was that they're not going to take as many chances on things anymore. That's why Kimmy Schmidt got canceled, stuff like that. Um, and they... Um, they're going to increase prices until they make their money back. Because they were originally successful just because they were the first, right? To yeah. Be offering a streaming service like that. Right. Now they have a lot of competition out there. Yeah. But they're getting pretty good at making original content, so they could eventually be just like another you know, production company. And if they wanted to stop doing their streaming service, they could. But you know, if they could make enough to, to sell to other, other services. Yeah. Well, I think one thing, too, is... They, they kind of went with the Uber effect where they tried to make things so awesome and cheap and so much content for cheap yeah. that the idea was just to knock out everybody and then you're the only game in town and increase the price. Everybody else is finally getting some traction and trying to catch up with them and, and do what they're doing and now they actually have real competition in that same. But they still knocked out what they were trying to compete against at the time. <clears throat> at the time, their competition was Blockbusters, gone. Mm-hmm. Redbox, essentially useless. I mean, there are still, if you're in the rural areas, you use Redbox, but other than that, you don't. <clears throat> yeah. Um, they did knock out their main competition. Now streaming services, which is a, is, is a copying of them, but everything they were competing with when they first came out yeah. is essentially gone. They've pretty much changed the game. Yeah. Well, Hulu is still. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that's a streaming service that came after them. Oh. But the ones that were there beforehand, I mean, like, even if you were to go buy a Blu-ray, a lot of times it's harder to find Blu-rays and stuff like that now because they don't, stores aren't ordering as many. Yeah. DVDs are going to go extinct before we really need them to. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times HD, you can go get an HD Blu-ray now, or you can just have the HD version yeah, of yeah, Netflix. That's crazy. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought, like, hey, DVDs are going to go away, but it's going to be that you plug in your memory card at a kiosk and download the movie or something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, but now, yeah, you don't even need to have your own copy of it. You just pay for the subscription. You don't have to store it anywhere in your memory bank. All in the club. That's crazy. Makes us feel old. 
<laughs> the future is now. Yeah. And no control over media, but it's okay. Yeah. That's true. That's you stop paying that $13, all of a sudden you lost all those movies that you were hoping you were collecting, but you didn't actually get to keep them. I know. I have... God, how many movies do I have? I, hmm. I think it's over 700 different DVDs and stuff like that yeah. for my collection. But yeah, now they're getting real fancy paperweights. <laughs> well, they're going to, like you were saying before, though, they're going to be rare collectibles at some point. I mean, I know there's That's true, yeah. thousands of copies of every issue of that, but eventually our kids' kids are going to be like, what the heck is that plastic box you got on the shelf? Oh, well, same thing happened with, the, like, VHS. Now, no more VHS. Now we're on DVDs and Blu-ray. Yeah. But those, some of those VHSs are now collectibles. If you have an original E.T., oh, my God. I'll give, hey, guys, I'll spend 50 bucks if you have an original E.T. VHS. Those things are hard to find. <laughs> they, it was like, <clears throat> they came out, they were hard to find, they were very expensive, and they were the first ones that they tried, I think those were the first ones that they tried to um, do an anti-copying thing, so oh, it was a whole yeah. thing. Yeah. <clears throat> but that, that was an interesting story, actually. Like an encryption on it? Yeah. Hmm. All right, so let's get into the into the topics for the day. Yumi watched Glass last night. Yeah. How would you think of Glass overall? I liked it. I I liked it more than the second time I seen Unbreakable because when I seen Unbreakable before, I loved it. But then I went back, I watched Split, and I went back and watched it again. And there was just something I didn't like about it, and I think it was a lot of Shyamalan's uh, influence and in, in camera angles and stuff like that that just seemed unnecessary sometimes. Um, but then seeing Glass, it was like a really good. It was a good movie. I think he kind of held back a little bit and didn't try to... I mean, there were still some, some He weird... has his thumbprints on that thing for sure, though. Yeah, there were some weird camera angles. It just didn't need to be there that way, but there was also his the good side of his directing with some really cool imagery and stuff, so I, I thought it was a good movie all around. Yeah. Uh, I, I did like it a lot. One thing... So we're not going to do any spoilers. Just oh, a heads up, right? Yeah. Um, but I do want to make sure people understand when they go see this, it's not really a superhero movie. No, no. Especially not compared to like today's standards. Don't yeah, go out there thinking watch Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's even I'm trying to make sure I don't go spoil. It's more of a drama. Or... It is more of a drama, and it's really anticlimactic. Yeah. But realistic. There is. I don't think it's spoiling to say there is a Shyamalan twist. There are a couple of them. Yeah. So if you think about it. Don't be too heartbroken. <laughs> Try to like give you signals. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, pay attention to details. The, the uh, just Shyamalan stuff. The yeah. short lived, but yeah, it's uh. Yeah, all around a good movie. A lot of foreshadowing that me, you and I picked up on yeah. throughout the movie, which is pretty cool. Well, they were kind of heavy-handed on some things. One thing, that, okay, so it's what's funny about this Shyamalan movies, mm-hmm. just it, there's not a lot of others around there. Shyamalan is almost as effective as all the characters that are in it. Like, yeah. like it's I don't, when you think of this movie, I first think of it as a Shyamalan movie. Then I'm like, oh yeah, it's a Bruce Willis and a Samuel Jackson yeah. and a James McAvoy movie. Yeah. You know, you know, and James McAvoy. Oh, how awesome was he? <laughs> he's so good. He's got to get an Emmy for that. It's, he won't. He well, not an Emmy because Emmys are for TV or Oscar. Oscar, yeah. He is so good. Yeah. <sighs> Funny story about that. I'll just talk. I'll just say it real quick. Um, Shyamalan wrote Split and mm-hmm. didn't know who to cast for the main character. Really? And so he's at Comic Con. He's kind of like the back burner in his head and stuff like that. Yeah. He meets McAvoy, who's over there for playing Xavier. Yeah. And and they meet for the first time. He's like, "You're the guy." I need you for a movie real quick. Real quick. <laughs> well, not even real quick, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and so that's how he got the job. They just met at Comic-Con one time. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? He, he's so phenomenal. I mean, he just did such a good job at differentiating his characters. Like, he seemed like he had legitimately 24 different personalities inside him. The way he did such a good job with that. So. They filmed 23 and had to cut three out for time, but there's 20 characters that you see on screen played by James McAvoy. Yeah. And he's actually credited for all 20 characters, which is kind of cool at the end. That's he crazy. watched credits. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so, how do you think the actual actors did? Other than James McAvoy, we just talked about him, but how do you think Samuel uh, Jackson and Bruce Willis did? One thing that was just a little bit disappointing is Samuel Jackson's character was was very, well, at least in the first half of the movie, didn't have much lines. Least, yeah. yeah, didn't didn't have much presence in the movie. Um, later on, you realize that his presence, though it wasn't portrayed, he was... He's, 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 he's doing his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, no spoilers. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, that's right. Uh, but yeah, I think when you do see him act, it's really good. Um, I think I think everybody anticipates that he is doing stuff because he is very much Jaws, the fit in the water. He yeah. he's always there. You know he's not some yeah. dude. You know how this gonna go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of. I don't know. When I see that twitch in his eye, I'm just like, oh, that poor guy's just 
puddle right now. I oh, I, I had assumed he was playing it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I was hoping, but they, they they really pull that string for a while, I guess. And what'd you think about Bruce Willis? Oh, he's phenomenal. Oh, he's yeah. not like a great actor. He's just really good, he's, Bruce Willis. Yeah, he's good at being that character, which yeah. is like a really good character. Yeah, <laughs> like him and Liam Neeson can swap out of most roles, and I think that's perfect. Like that's yeah. who he should be trying to be in the movie. But yeah. I think he did a good job. I really liked. I I forgot we talked about this after the movie too. That they brought back the same character to play his son. Same son, same girl from Split, same mom from uh, from, from uh, Unbreakable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was really cool because now I mean he's probably ten years older. Oh yeah, actually ten years older. Right? Yeah. And uh, he did a good job acting and playing as, as the guy's I haven't seen him in anything, but he did a really good job. Yeah, yeah. I hope this kind of helps continue his acting career. One thing that I know you mentioned it last night after we watched the movie is you really liked how they were able to bring in Split and Unbreakable scenes. Yes. And they were seamless in their transition to yeah, it. Yeah, they have not just like, oh, this is a obvious flashback, but it was a, a, fl- a flashback where they have footage from the original movie, but they spliced in fresh, freshly made brand new bits of it. Yeah. So you don't necessarily see uh, that it was that it's new and old together they did a yeah, really they, good job and they did some de-aging on Bruce Willis in one scene that I thought was seamless they did a lot of really good things yeah um, so but for for the M. Night, we'll go just a little bit longer on this the M. Night Shyamalan stuff he is very heavy handed in yeah. his directing yeah there's some very broad um, foreshadowing and stuff like that yeah uh, he like I was telling you I think he's like he's doing by the book camera angles mm-hmm but he does them so well or so obviously that yeah. they're easy to catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the attached cam when on Bruce Willis when he's being when he's fighting. Yeah. That's to show um, uh, dizzy not dizziness but like disorientation. Disorientation. Thank yeah. you. So it's like okay, that's obvious. Yeah. Um, and some of it's just not ne- like some good distant shots during fights are great, but you don't need to be right in between them during the fight. I don't think. I think and a lot of a lot of shots they'll have cut off part of the the character's head or like. Or it'll pan, pan in or pan out. That's dramatic, but you don't need that. Like, just show the meat and potatoes. A lot of times when he does it, pan from one angle, and then you see the fight, and then you keep going. Yeah. That's to show that the fight's not what's important. It's what's around it that's important. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, there's one shot where, like, um, the sun walks out of the building, and then you see, like, follow the sun from a bird eye's view, uh-huh. and then the camera's upside, upside down. Upside down, yeah. That's to show that the sun his world just turned upside down, that he doesn't know what to do now. Yeah. And then he goes into the van and looks back at what he told his dad, which was the de-aging actually scene. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I'm saying is like the camera angles are there deliberately, but they're very heavy handed. I want to see if they de-aged him or if that was a, a cutout clip from the I thought movie. that one, I see that, and the other ones were cutouts. Yeah. I think that one was de-aged. But like, I mean, like a, a, not a blooper, but a part that they edited out and didn't use. Oh, yeah. So that, yeah, original footage that they just didn't use. That'd be cool. Movie. That's, it looked, I mean, unless they did a phenomenal job de-aging him, but that looked really... I thought they did, but yeah, maybe that was actually from the original scene. Because they made sure to make that scene very dark. Yeah. Because it was in the room. They didn't show the kid's face much, because he would be super hard to de-age that much. Um, yeah. Bruce Willis did step in the light a little bit. But anyways, overall, good movie. What would you say out of 100? Mm, I'd probably get it a... 85? 85. Yeah. I liked the concept of how they made superheroes in real life and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'd give it I'd give it about an 85 too, actually. I'm gonna give I'm gonna go right with the return of copy, but I gotta okay. say it's it's well worth the watch. I'll probably buy it at least for Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Black Friday. Yeah. Nah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Alright, uh, our next topic we want to talk about is Supernatural 300s rolling up, coming up in February. Hold on, I want to get the exact date so people can get all hyped. This is huge online right now. And hold on to the paper because we do things realistic around here, guys. February 7th is the Supernatural's 300th episode. I know for a lot of you guys who didn't know Supernatural is still doing well. It is. Yeah. They have conventions and everything. Uh, they're on season 14 yeah. right now. And I hope they keep going. It's it's a, it's a long story. It, it's a, pretty much like almost every episode at the end of the season is almost the same. They go to hell. They go to a different dimension or whatever. But this one, this one's different. Can I like tell you pretty much what's going on? So yeah. So so Daniel, for for, for everybody, I'm look, I'm gonna watch episode 300 because it's a really um, big moment and there's a really big character coming back. So but I don't want to be completely lost. So I want you to kind of give us a rundown of what's going on in the story up to this point. Because a lot of us, I know for me and Jonathan, we watched season one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so what's going on since then? All right, so in season 13, uh, 
Lucifer had a child. Nephilim. <laughs> I love how crazy this story is. He tells me bits and pieces sometimes, and I just laugh because it's so nuts now. So he's a Nephilim, which is uh, he's pretty much as strong as God mm-hmm. and God's sister. By the way, <laughs> yep. there's a God sister. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, when he was born, he opened up a rift, and it was like a different Earth. It was like Michael's Earth, like Michael and the angels, pretty much. Uh, wanted to kill all the humans and change how Earth was. And uh, anyways, uh, their mom, by the way, came back. Uh, came back to life. Uh, <laughs> I love how you did like a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to tell them the story. I know, it's crazy. But... Can't just uh, not be like, yeah. by the way, she's yeah. back and <laughs> covering up your mouth. Well, anyways, her mom, their mom ends up going to this uh, different uh, Earth. This different world or whatever. So Sam has to Sam and Dean are trying to figure out how to bring her back, and they pretty much go to the other world. They end up getting her back with the help of Lucifer and Jack, the kid. By the mm-hmm. way, he's old. He's older already. He he ages. He actually grew up to like teenager, like right away. When Lucifer's kid. Yeah. Okay. Like right Just when he was born, season. he he was already a teenager. Poor woman. <laughs> yeah, she died. <laughs> I bet she died because he just busted himself out. Yeah. I'm gonna like, crack an egg. Yeah. I'm getting out of here. So uh, at the end of season thirteen, uh, Lucifer ends up taking <laughs> his uh, son's power and using it, and pretty much Dean has to agree with Michael to use him as a vessel. So Michael ends up taking over his body and using him because he's the vessel right. for Michael. And there's a fight scene with Lucifer and uh, Michael wins. But the agreement was he was only going to use him just to fight Lucifer and Michael betrayed him and pretty much is controlling Dean. And he put like Dean in like pretty much sleep mode and he's just using his body. And Michael right now in season 14 is making an army of monsters to try to control Earth. So if we were to watch this, episode, this show right now, the storyline that we're working on is Dean, I know is one of the brothers, Michael's the other brother? Uh, yeah, Michael's... The older the, one? Yeah, one of the older ones. Okay, with, so... Uh, Lucifer. Okay. No, I'm talking about with the angels. Michael's the Michael angel. angel. Yeah, okay. Michael the angel. So the two brothers, what are they t- What are they doing? Well, one of them's sleeping because he's a vessel now. Oh, Michael so took over. He's out and of then, the other one's trying to get him back. You're saying okay. like Michael possesses his body. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. Because with angels, you have to actually let them in. You gotta say yes. You can come in my vessel. So, so if you're to watch this right now, there. <laughs> I know it's weird. I know. Wait, what's, what's the other brother's name? Dean, and what's the other one? Sam. 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 Okay. okay. I knew Dean. Yeah. That's one yeah. I know. Um, so we watch the show right now. Uh, they're fighting off Lucifer. And, and while Michael is building up an army to fight Lucifer. Yeah. Right. So, What's Dean doing at this point then? Right now he's sleeping because he said yes. Oh, so, so then what is Sam doing? Sam is trying to find a weapon to stop Michael, but Michael's really powerful. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... Okay, so that's and what so I, I if, if I was you, I would start in season 13, so you could watch everything, and then... You think season 13 was a soft reboot for the show? Like, is that, like, a good place to kind of pick up and get fresh? Well, if you want to, like, see season 14, yeah, but... Okay. Uh, will, will you understand walking into it, though, or does it take a lot... Is it, like, really deep already? Can, mm. can you start at 13 without getting... Is there a place to kind of... Because I know they did... Jonathan, they did a Scooby-Doo episode where they full-on did yeah. Scooby-Doo animation and everything. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This <laughs> show is so Yeah, nice. I was telling about that when I got here. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, man. They actually used the same episode. It was, like, the mansion scene when Scooby... Pretty much has to uh, spend the night at the mansion, mm-hmm. and whoever won gets all the money or whatever. Yeah, classic. So yeah. It, they use that episode, that's and so they're cool. in it. It was pretty awesome, too. That's that's one thing I love about this show is <clears throat> some people to sleeper, but for a lot of people, kind of like Voyager for us, mm-hmm. there's conventions for, for Supernatural. Yeah. It's actually by this creation, the same company that does a lot of the Star Trek conventions. Yeah. Um, but fandom is super deep. The so, show's been saved by the fans like how many times? Like five times. Yeah. Where like they've done petitions and they've sent things in requesting that CW or whoever picks it up. So it's it's really big. I'm just trying to figure out because I'm going to be watching 300th episode. The reason I'm going to watch 300th episode is big characters coming back from season two. 
Yeah. Uh, their dad. What's the dad? Well, it's Jeffrey Dean Williams. So you guys remember from um, uh, Walking Dead and Rampage. Um, he's Negan. And so he's coming back. He last left during season two. He left as a bargain. He like, I think, this is how crazy the story is. <laughs> I think he agreed to go with a demon to save his son. If that sounds right. You remember uh, that? He pretty much sacrificed himself so his son could live. Because his son was about to die. They got in a car accident. And so he could bring him back. He pretty much... Yeah. Deal with, him. yeah. Deal with the devil. Deal, deal with, with the devil. devil. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, but that was season two. So this has been this story has been up and down, left yeah, and right, 13, and now he's coming back for the 300th episode. That's yeah. Um, do you know if he'll be back for long or if he's going to be kind of? No, this is going to be like like probably five minutes the most. That's what kills me. I know they're going to do that too. That's what kills me because yeah. I'm going to watch the show for that episode because I'm excited he's coming back. Yeah. And this could be for five minutes. He's yeah. on the screen. Uh, so I was like researching it for a while to see what what's going on, but mm-hmm. it only it's gonna be like maybe five uh, five minutes five minutes, and they're gonna try to use them to wake up Dean, I think, but I'm not sure. Oh, okay, I'm not sure. <laughs> so is he like back to life? Do you know, like, or is he is he? Uh, dead he's, from then? he's still dead. Oh, okay. He's still dead. He'll be just like helping from hell <laughs> yeah, or yeah. from the other other yeah. side where because yeah. right now I got to remember the stories about them fighting. Yeah. And angels and demons, so he's still in that mix. Yeah, it's super natural. They go like you go to hell and see people there, or yeah. go heaven and go visit some there's all the like the doors and their memories or whatever. <laughs> go to hell for a long week and a drink and come back. <laughs> yeah. Like in heaven, in that story, it's like your fondest memory. Yeah, and then you're in a room. Like here's all these doors all the way down, and you just like. That's, that's your room. Kind of reminds me of a Dreams May Come, Robin Williams yeah. movie. Yeah. really like that movie a lot. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, yeah. So, okay, guys. Check that out. That's February 7th, the 300th episode of Supernatural. Give it a second shot if you guys haven't. Where can we that's binge good. it? Is it all on Netflix? It's all on Netflix. All, uh, yeah, first to 13th season. Okay. So, that's a lot to binge. I think it's a 22-episode run each season. The, yeah. the Take about... A little less than two weeks if you really try. Oh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> no way. Yeah. There's no way. I know you just did it. Did you do it all in two weeks? Yeah, I did. It he just weeks. finished binging them all, so he's fresh on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that's yeah, hardcore. Oh, that's good. So yeah, guys, check them out. Um, the 300th episode's coming up, <laughs> so that's kind of a big. News. It's been big on the Twitter spirits over that. You guys stop laughing at each other. Um, like, all right, start watching it now. Maybe this time next year I'll be done and we'll talk about it again. Well, that's the thing is I wanted to make sure we kind of talk about it a little bit now yeah. because everybody's, you know, excited about it. Yeah. Um, uh, and I thought like, okay, people are excited about this show and I know talking to him, the story's nuts. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's a lot. And if you haven't like kept up with the story, it's kind of hard to like just. Jump into 14 at this Yeah. Point. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, wait, God has a sister? Wait, what? <laughs> that season in particular, you told me about that. And I was yeah, that like, was horrible. Okay, so... That was definitely one of the worst seasons. Yeah. I felt. Okay, so uh, the, the thing I wanted to bring up, and this is something I'm going to try to do every month. I'm going to try to actually do it in the beginning of the month, but we took a break, um, and we were gone for the beginning of the month. So I'm going to try to do this every month to kind of keep you guys refreshed. Xbox... Uh, Nintendo and PlayStation, they always give you free games every month. And I yeah. think it's important to kind of like take advantage of this. Even if you're not currently playing, say, also Xbox, if you still go on there and say, yes, give me this game, it's now in your library. So if you want to play it six months from now or a year, a couple years from now, it's in your library. Yeah. You got it for free. You can download it then and play it. So always make sure you do that. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm going to be talking about a couple games that are, that are free and you guys need to pick them up because January's heading out. Guys, need to get these before January is done. Mm-hmm. Um, your Xbox is called Games with Gold. You always get two for Xbox One, and then you get two for 360. The two for Xbox One, one is called uh, WRC, and that one is good from January 15th to the uh, February 15th. It's kind of a rally racing game, WRC six. Uh, and for uh, for the January 1st to 31st bracket. There's Celeste, and it's a platformer. And that one is, like, one of the best games of 2018. I haven't played it yet, but a lot of my friends are. It's, a, like, a platformer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys make sure you pick those up. That's for the Xbox One. The 360 ones, they're... Uh, well, there's only one right now that's valid, and it's it just started January 16th. It's Far Cry 2. You ever played the Far Cry games, no. John? No, I don't think so. You played Far Cry, right? First and second one. See, I didn't play those ones. And are, Was second very good? That was cool, but... 
It was amazing. Me and, me and my buddy would just make ramps and just drive <laughs> vehicles awesome. Yeah. It's fun because there's like a creative map you could do. It, it was awesome. I haven't seen that in any of the latest ones, the creative uh, map. The, the new ones don't have it. The dragon game, like a demolition derby? No. no. Oh, no. It's <clears throat> it's kind of awesome. It's, it's a first-person shooter, which is surprisingly not very common. In the, But it's open world. It's actually an Ubisoft game, so it's that formula. And one thing that's really cool is I'll drop you off in really unique places. My favorite so far, because I haven't played five, is four. And they drop you off in like Tibet. And so it's very, you see a lot of the culture and stuff like that of Tibet. And there's like a lot of elephants and stuff. And you like slowly progress through this open world. There's a storyline where you're trying to like, you go there to bury your mom's ashes or up on a mountain. And then you find out that your mom was a rebel leader. <laughs> and so then you want to carry on her torch. Well, the, yeah, the, the rebel, the rebel cause saves you from this like uh, very charming bad guy that you're almost like kind of want to join him because he's cool. Yeah. Um, and so, so the bad guy's like, look, I can just take you to the mountain that your mom wanted her ashes buried at, and then or dumped at, and you're good. Spread it, I think's a better term than dumped at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumping these ashes here. Sweet, I got a free pot now. <laughs> Scooping them out with an old lady. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, so, and what's funny is in that game, if you just, you actually takes you to a dining room, and you wait for him to go, and then you're supposed to sneak around and get out, and then the rebels help you escape, uh -huh. but if you actually just sit and wait for him, you hear him torturing one of the rebel leaders in another room, but if you just wait for him, he comes back, he's like, all right, let's go, you get the helicopter, and the game's done. <laughs> the whole game's yeah. like 15 minutes. Wait, do, you, do you spread the ashes? It doesn't show you spread the ashes, but you get in the helicopter and you go off to go spread the ashes, and it's a great yeah. story. That's uh, it. So you close it. he puts a bullet in your head, and you don't realize it. No, no, no. <laughs> it ideally, is yeah, he just wants you gone because he knows how influential influential you can be. Yeah. Um, he is very charming. Like honestly, I can see him totally being nice. Like I bet he's, you know, yeah. like he would have been like, all right, here's your plane ticket, have a great day. Yeah. But no, if you the main story is you go with the two rebel leaders, and then the whole time you're trying to choose which one. It's a good story. That's how all of them are, is you really get immersed in the culture mm. as you're going through shooting stuff. I need to get into another good game, too. Far Cry 5. Now, Far Cry 5, I need to get me and Squeeze are going to play it and do an episode about it. Mm -hmm. um, because that's done in, like, Virginia. And it's about, like, a cult, a religious cult. Oh. And how they're, like, predicting this nuclear war. And uh, big spoiler alert, because I know the spoilers to this one. Big spoiler alert. Fast forward. Nukes go off, oh, <laughs> so nice. people think he might be right, nice. and so it's crazy. Um, and then there's like this, like this um, uh, aggression thing that they keep putting. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so that looks good. But we're gonna play that if you want to get on that. You get in on that. It's pretty cheap now too. I'll download that one and play it first. Kingdom Hearts. Get that too. Oh, that's true. Kingdom Hearts too. Yeah, that's big. I don't think I like the Kingdom oh, Hearts there's wow. only the keys, right? Yeah, Mickey Mouse. What the? Uh, you might be the only person on Earth who didn't like that game. Yeah. It's Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Jonathan can't be trusted. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's for Xbox uh, Games of Gold. The PlayStation Plus games for you get for PS4 is steep. It's like a snowboarding game. That's a pretty good one. Um, Portal Knights, which is like an action RPG. Mm -hmm. Kind of basic. Uh, for PS3, now remember, same thing with the Xbox 361. These are all backwards compatible, so you can still get them onto your account and then play them whenever. If you're just like, I don't care about graphics, I just want to play a good game. Um, so for PS3, is Zone of the Enders and Amplitude. I think I played Amplitude back in the day, but it's been a long time. Um, PS Vita, which is their the portal, portal yeah. one. Uh, Fallen Legions, Flames of Rebellion. That's just like a long title. <laughs> Super Mutant Alien Assault is the other one. So those are available there. And then Nintendo Switch Online. And I got some news on that. We'll do it next week. Um, you're going to be able to get Blaster Master. There's Zelda 2. These are all NES games. They give you free. Um, and Ghost and Goblins. Uh, Ninja Gaiden is also available, but that, I think, was released late December. But make sure you guys pick up Ninja Gaiden. I can't believe how many times I died on that game back in the day. It's very, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle level difficulty, like, almost unbeatable. Nice. So, those are the ones that are available. Guys, make sure you pick those up. Get them onto your account. They're locked in there forever. Um, you said new games come out, like, this every month that are free to Every play? month. Mm -hmm. Every month, Xbox and PlayStation comes out with two games for each of their platforms. Uh, Nintendo does this thing now where if you spend, I think it's like 20 bucks for the year. Mm -hmm. I want to say it's 20 bucks for a full year. You get all their Nintendo games, and then there's some news that maybe NES, Super NES, and then possibly S64 will be getting on there. So both mm. those are pretty great too. Did you pick up uh, Mercenaries last month or two months ago? 
No. Yeah, mercenaries is uh, on the list too. There was no podcast telling me to get those. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Dang, really, dude? Yeah. Mercenaries, man. There's one game. I mean, I've I'm, I've been like replaying Wildlands because I'm hungry for yeah, mercenaries. Yeah, I've seen you on that. I was like, what the? I thought I'm beating it. I'm well, I've beaten this main story, but now I'm trying to like actually complete every single thing know. on there. And there's one thing that I keep like dying on, but I'm like, okay. So the thing I keep dying on is you can kill Predator. In it. Yeah. Um, and he's, it's it sucks because like what it is is, younger me was such a better hardcore gamer than older me now. Like now I just want I want good stories. I want to be in the environment. I want to enjoy lighting. I want to like really enjoy my gameplay but younger me was like i will hammer my head against this wall until i break it you know the wall or my head one of the two and it's funny because like game, right? in the game right yeah you know what i'm saying um but now i'm just like Ugh, such a dredge i got shit stuff to do not shit to do we're gonna do podcast um but it's funny because like this thing i'm like i could seriously just not play this anymore and be fine with it but it, i kind of feel embarrassed about myself i'm like come on frank your old self used to be able to just play this until because back in the day, yeah. you got a new video game half a year, once every six months, mm-hmm. and like Diddy Kong or whatever, you played every inch of it because yeah. it was your only game you could play. You yeah. finished the original campaign like the first night, and then you keep replaying it until you master everything yeah. until you're done. Till you shaved your your burnout. Remember burnout, man? I used to be able to drive burnout racetracks, like I kept doing with my eyes closed, you know, because that was the only game you had for a long time. Yeah. A lot of racing games. Anyway, so um, so yeah, so I've been just keep trying to kill them. I finally killed Predator, and then it's, hey, it's so shady. I almost just like, oh, I'm done with this game. This is what I gave up. But anyway, so you kill Predator. You walk up to go like talk to him or whatever, and then you see him activate something on your wrist, and you got to run away because he's about to blow up. And I just barely died, and then it respawns right before you killed him. So oh. I got to kill him again. So I'm just like, this game's garbage. I'm out of here. <laughs> Screw this game again. I love Wildlands, though. But yeah, it's kind of scratching the Mercenaries itch. Uh, Mercenaries was such a good game. They really should bring it, it back. It was. Yeah. All right, guys. So I think that's going to be it for us today. We'll have some more topics for you guys next week. Uh, this will be this recording, and the next recording will be the last times we do it in this location. Then we're going to be in our studio finally. That's been exhausting. <laughs> Just hit the flooring for it. John's been helping me with that. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah. So we'll see you guys next week, and you'll have a good week. Bye. Bye.